Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you to another edition, the 47th edition of the Vitology Podcast. Mm -hmm. And wow. I have some special guests here today. Yeah. Uh, this is, uh, I, I'm Josh, and of course, um, yeah, you know me. We've been doing this a while, 47 times actually. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, this is, um, these are two longtime listeners, first time guests. <laughs> all right, fine, just kidding. Like, uh, um, <laughs> all right, I have on my on my right, your left, I think, is uh, Esteban Tapia. Uh, and then I have the other Ryan. Ryan, yeah, the, the other second, Ryan, the yeah. other Ryan, Ryan the Lesser, Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Lundy. Or, or, all right, yeah, just call um, me Lundy, guys. Well, they're both here because uh, this week. Um, the other Ryan, okay, we'll we'll call him other Ryan now. Um, uh, pastor Ryan, um, our lead pastor here, he is uh, he is off on a much needed vacation, hmm. celebrating a uh, a big a big anniversary. Oh. I think I'm allowed to say that. Oh, wow. sure, I just did. So uh, he is uh, he's celebrating his 20th anniversary. Wow, he and his wife awesome. are away, and uh, and they needed that. I mean, and the crazy guy. Is going to be back in the pulpit this weekend. Wow! I mean, oh, I think he man. gets back on Saturday and then goes and preaches. Wow. Man, that guy, that guy loves you, people. He's All right. right he, yeah. I hope he's. <laughs> I hope he's not. I mean, I hope he already did it there. That's a different. <laughs> yeah. Spoken uh, like a true pastor there. Yeah. <laughs> did, he, did he really prepare? Anyway, we'll find out. No, um, he's going to have a great message for us this week, but. Um, this week we actually had had two preachers mm. in two different uh, in two different venues. Now, yeah, let me just pause and say we always have two preachers, don't we, Esteban? Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. we do. Mm -hmm. Yes, we do. Because tell us about uh, about what you do here at Emmanuel Faith. And well, I'm yeah. preaching every Sunday at ten forty five in the chapel in Spanish uh, simultaneously come, with come the, into the mic a little yeah, bit. Yeah, here. there okay. you go. There you go. At the same time that that Ryan, you know, is preaching in English most Sundays. Uh, the worship center. I'm doing it in the chapel in Spanish. So yeah, that's right. That's mm -hmm. right. And uh, so you're always, uh, always teaching the same passage. Just a moment, mm -hmm. always right. Mm -hmm. uh, teaching the exact same passage, um, same sermon title in yeah. Spanish, yeah. pretty much. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you even you even try to use some of the same points. Yeah, we try to align as much as possible with the outline and some ideas. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that is if the preacher gets you the outline in time right yeah that doesn't happen you know like <laughs> every week you know like so but, I, but it's always the same text yeah yeah same, mm -hmm. same kind of big yeah. idea mm -hmm. um and and the beauty is that ryan doesn't know if you're preaching something else <laughs> <laughs> exactly he, he can't tell at all <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah. um, that's mm -hmm. awesome that's awesome and then uh and then okay so right so Stevan preached in the um the nine o'clock and the 1045 mm -hmm. all right and then uh pastor the other pastor ryan okay uh, ryan lundy preached in the five o'clock mm -hmm. yeah. all right so uh tell let let the uh our the vitology audience here know a little bit about what you do here yeah so i serve as the young adults pastor here at our church i've been here man, five years now, almost like four or four and a half. So um, we have a 5 p.m. service and it, you know, from time to time, Paulson gives me the opportunity to preach. Um, it's The idea is that the five would be more angled to a young adult audience, uh -huh. even though ideally all of our services would do that. So um, as part of that, 
goal he has me up there every now and again yeah so yeah so i had the opportunity to to preach this past sunday and it was yeah yeah okay had, so had a good time we're gonna dive into the sermon we're gonna dive into the passage was uh first corinthians 2 6 through 16. 16 yes i believe so they both preached the same passage did you guys talk about the passage beforehand together not really. Not at all. No, not at all. Yeah. Because sometimes, because we've done this before. Yeah. We, uh, sometimes yeah. we've talked a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then, and and sometimes we've talked a little bit about in yeah. Spanish and, you know, yeah. but, but sometimes we don't. So this will be interesting <laughs> because this is their first time talking about each other's sermon. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll get there in a little bit. But I um, uh, wanted to wanted to just ask you guys to tell us a little bit about, uh, about your families, mm-hmm. about you know the, the your better halves yeah stuff yeah. like that who wants to start let me start um, okay yeah as i mentioned on sunday i uh i'm almost uh this next uh december my wife and i will be 25 years into wow. our marriage so yeah really Ooh. really happy you know uh he got married at forward. 15 yeah <laughs> <laughs> she was 19 oh, i was 20 yeah. you know so uh, but still, you know, very young. Yeah. Uh, but God has been, you know, like gracious and and uh, yeah, we we enjoy a beautiful marriage and and we have two daughters. Our oldest, Ali, twenty two, recently actually today is Wednesday. On Monday, On Monday uh, she right? got she got engaged. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah twenty twenty one years. You know, oh soon goodness. she will turn uh, twenty two. And then Annette, our youngest, she's nineteen. Uh, yeah, so there you those go. are my daughters. Yeah. There you go. Man. Family of four. Okay, so mm-hmm. um, how does this make a dad feel? Uh, it's, it's, it's really interesting. A lot of mix of emotions, you know, uh, excited overall. Yeah. Uh, moments of a lot of joy and happiness. But at the same time, you know, sometimes nostalgia, it's mm, it's really, really messy. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I bet. Because this is your little girl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess you have an even littler girl, but 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 still, this she's is still your baby. Our baby. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. all grown up and she's super she's... happy though. And that, you know, that makes us happy as well. So mm-hmm. seems like mm-hmm. it. Seems like it. Yeah. This, this guy better be good. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, he seems like a good guy though. <laughs> Yeah, I love the guy. So good, I'm very happy good. for that. Yeah, oh, that's, great. Mm-hmm. that's great. Well, we're we're happy for you, for her. Mm-hmm. Not not so happy that uh, you got to pay for a wedding. But that's <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so uh, my brother needs help. Anyway, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right. So um, Ryan. Yeah. Tell us about you. Okay. He's on, he's on t- you're 25. You are on year? Year one. And let's see here, four months. Yes. I think is what it is. So we got married in October of 2020. Yes. So COVID yeah. wedding. I, yeah. Uh, that's I know. Right. So if you, I don't know if we were, I don't know if you were um, one of those that was like following the COVID charts but <laughs> but but in terms of the caseload the daily caseload there's like a slump there's like a small slump right in october oh, nice. of 2020 we got married right at the bottom of that uh, and then we rode that up <laughs> right at the end of november we were my, my my wife and my in-laws we were all a part of that 
that slump upwards. We got COVID oh. just a couple of months later, but so, we got to Hawaii for our honeymoon. Oh, I mean, oh, we really, we really mm. punched in there, so it was good. Oh, well, it was before all the. Well, it was right in between. Right between the yeah, shut down mm. and then opened yeah. up again. I, so I remember trying to go to Hawaii. I think I guess it was the summer before. Um, because actually, you know, we had a. Sorry, I didn't mean to like hijack in your story. So we had a, we had a, a cruise oh, booked no. for our. Um, that was uh, that was eighteen. Yeah, for our eighteenth anniversary, oh, no. we were going to go on a cruise in April <laughs> of twenty twenty. Oh, Where were you guys going to go? Yeah, um, uh, just down to Mexico. Okay, down okay. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a oh something like that. Anyway, um, we were so excited about it. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> that was the worst possible thing. It was Princess Cruise. I think it was Princess Cruise. Okay. If you remember back in the day, it was all yeah, like, yeah. those were the ones that mm-hmm. were that were just dropping like flies. <laughs> so, <laughs> Could have been you, man. We got, we, got our, we got our money back, which was great. And so we were we kept trying to go like somewhere yeah. to go celebrate. And we kept getting shut down. Oh, I would book flights. Oh, no. Flights were great. They were so cheap. Yeah. Everything was cheap. It was great. Yeah. And, uh, and then they'd get canceled. Oh. And then they got canceled. So mm. I'm glad you made it. Yeah, I didn't try it. in October. I should have tried. Yeah, October. dude, October, man, that was when it was happening. We were we were on one of the few tourists on uh, the island of Kauai. Oh, that's amazing. So I mean, we got in and then we got out, and it was a great time. And the whole place yourself. Yeah, just about. That's great. So, that's great. So yeah. I hear that you live in a van by the river. <laughs> <laughs> that is more <laughs> true than not. Uh, yeah, uh, we prefer tiny home. Tiny Josh, home. Uh, <laughs> that sounds better. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, we live in a trailer. So my you wife and I live in a trailer. I'm white. It's my culture. So <laughs> no, um, but uh, we we live uh, on a trailer up in Valley Center. So just up okay. the grade. And uh, we live uh, on my in-laws property. So uh, we've been renovating that for the past about year and change yeah, or so. Yeah. So that's yeah. great. That's great. So tell me, um, not that not that this I, I hope this doesn't happen a whole lot, but when hmm. you do fight, there's, there's there's not really many places to go inside of a small You can't really slam a door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can, like slam a little slider. Yeah, 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 exactly. Just no. Um yeah, I mean there's really living living tiny living, you gotta you really gotta love each other. <laughs> and I mean, luckily we're only a year in. So I mean there there's really go. not a whole lot that we have to deal with at this point. We don't have kids. Um, and, uh, you know, we're freed up to be able to, my in-laws charge just basically pennies to oh, be able to live great. there on the land. So that's great. But, uh, yeah, I that's mean, you huge. definitely have to learn how to fight in a different way. So, okay. Well, good. That is uh, a little bit about running this down. There's, I'm sure there's so much more mm-hmm. that, uh, that we can learn, but, um, but we're really here to talk about, uh, this week's sermon, talk about the passage a little bit. And, uh, and so, you know, as I was preparing for this, I, I wanted to do my homework like every week. Um, I, you know, I, I listen to the sermon like you all do. Mm. Um, but this week I, I had to listen to two. Oof. And uh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, and I got to tell you something. Um, uh, your sermon was different than your sermon. Mm. <laughs> and so who was wrong? <laughs> That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. I, I, I will, I will just joking. offer beforehand. I was, I was the one that was wrong. No, here, wasn't no. I was wrong. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, no, actually, I, I thought both were really unique, but it did stand out to me that that you guys, you guys took the same exact passage, and you were both, you were both 
preaching the the truth of this passage, mm. but you went in in two, you know, not very very different, but yeah. but mm. in two different directions mm. with it. Mm. I thought that would be a great thing to talk about today, yeah. and to look into this a little bit about uh, what you saw, what kind of compelled you to to mm-hmm. go that direction, yeah. and all that. Because because mm-hmm. really, in in some ways, um, I would, like you said, you're you're teaching a little bit to your crowd mm-hmm. there, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a little bit younger crowd. Mm-hmm. You're wanting to craft a message to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know our church, and you know what they need. Because mm-hmm. one thing, you know, you do preach in our in our, um, our well, our Spanish language mm-hmm. service, right? Um, but you're also speaking into our church, into helping us become more interethnic, mm-hmm. right? It's kind mm-hmm. of something that is is a huge value for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I, I want to know. Um, what it is that uh, compelled you to go that way. So now, before we do, though, I think we have to give our folks here a little bit of a taste of what you, um, kind of what where you went with this passage, all right? Mm. So, um, Esteban, you went first, and uh, and first um, we have Carolyn, one of our regular listeners to the Vitality Podcast. Hello, Carolyn. Hey. Um, she just says, ooh, ouch, ouch. <laughs> um, no, they are both, both great sermons, yeah. but... Um, but it does show you the there's so much in these texts that um, there's so much we could pull out of this. We could probably preach 20, mm-hmm. 30 sermons on the same passage mm-hmm. and not quite have, you know, um, get the same ideas even. Mm-hmm. We could do different mm-hmm. sermons, yeah. and yet they're all needed. So, mm-hmm. so okay, tell us a little bit about, uh, uh, you, call this, you call this sermon a uh, unique title. I just yeah, love no comprende. No yeah. comprende. So, um, okay, let's see. I don't know if I can do this, but you've had. Um, I don't know if you can if you can help me. Okay, no comprende was this one. Mm-hmm. Had, um, muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Um, oh my goodness. Muy bueno. Muy bueno. Muy bueno. Yeah, muy muy bueno. bueno. Um, I think those are the only those ones. Those are the only ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In the past, you know, I highlighted a few words you like did. juntos and juntos. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah. I was thinking that was the title. Yeah. Though. Okay. No, it wasn't the was, title, but that was. Uh, but it should have yeah. been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. No, no that was, those are still those are still memorable in that. And I've told him already that I just. Just as long as he doesn't do like um, adios, or okay. like that. you can't you can't oh, do that. Hasta la vista. <laughs> no, hasta, no, hasta la vista. None of that. I just want you to know those sermons are not allowed. I don't want to do vaya con Dios. Vaya. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, no. Oh, no, Irene. Irene wants you to know that it was a great sermon. Great reminder that it is not. Um, by persuasion or great speech, but by the Holy Spirit calling the spiritually dead to life. Hmm. That's good. Okay, she did a pretty wow. good job God. of, yeah, that's uh, of awesome. what that sermon was about. Um, and uh, Carolyn watched the, the modern service, and she mm-hmm. agrees with Irene as a great serv- sermon. So um, I, I do think she she nailed that. But now, no comprende. Tell us how that fits into this passage and um, and even talking about the Holy Spirit. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, maybe maybe something that I would like to to mention here is that I've been preaching through the series, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, for the last few weeks. So that that definitely you know provides uh, some context. I've been preparing you know weekly for 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 sermons and and now when I come to this passage, it's really hard for me to detach from from what I have been studying in the past. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, as I mentioned in my sermon, the first uh, uh, 
thing that that Paul addresses in regards to the difficulties and challenges that the Church of Corinth was facing is the vision. Huh. That wasn't the only the only issue uh, that the uh, Corinthians were dealing with, but that's the first one that uh, Paul decided to address because it's, it's it was a uh, a really big issue. I mean, mm-hmm. being divided as a church won't give you uh, enough to be healthy and then impactful and mm. fruitful. So that's the reason, you know, what I when I when I came and teach about this particular passage, I I brought you know all the context uh-huh. of what uh-huh. I've been studying, you know, uh-huh. and as well, as well, I think you know that uh, my ethnicity, my culture, my background. They they gave give me as well some perspective. Uh-huh. You know, I, I want you to keep in mind that I'm an immigrant, someone you know who came to the United States 15 years ago. And one of the things you know that I learned, not necessarily right away, but uh, as years passed by, I I learned how segregated and sometimes divided the church in America is. Uh-huh. So that's something that it was a big surprise to me. I never, I never from, and I wasn't far from here, but even, you know, from Tijuana, I never imagined that was uh, one of our biggest challenges as Mm. the church in America. And, And when I come into this context to teach about a passage, you know, that is contextualized about the problem of, of division. So that's, it's, uh, brings, you know, like, like, uh, some some uh, desire to talk into what I have experienced yeah, yeah. as being an outsider, someone that sees a problem from mm-hmm. the outside and that is like, wow, I didn't imagine, you know, this here in this country, you know, that it's, uh, yeah, uh, from outside we hear this is a Christian country, you know, uh, the mm. gospel is really mm. ingrained in the culture of America, you know, and, 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 and when you come here and you see, you know, the divisions that exist uh, because of denominations, you know, preferences, I mean, all kinds of divisions and the church cannot, you know, be, uh, as impactful and 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 even you know not not that uh, uh, relevant to a culture because in so many ways they they see us divided. Mm, interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, that's just, there's so many questions I have about that, right? Right. <laughs> oh man, goodness gracious! <laughs> that that um, even that idea that that from the outside you'd heard that this was somehow like you know, a more Christian place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wish it were so. <laughs> um, and yet, so I love, so, and I'm so glad that, that, and this, you know, here, here we are talking about the Holy Spirit. And I think that the Holy Spirit has, had been guiding you um, to be uniquely able to preach this message to us mm. in a sense, right. To, to this church that, you know, this church in America that needs to hear that because mm-hmm. the way you tied in this, um, this secret and hidden wisdom, right. That, that, that Paul's talking about and kind of compared that in a sense to, to the learning English in a mm-hmm. sense of, or not mm-hmm. understanding a language. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, I, I just, that, that brought this to life and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it was really, really unique. Yeah, um, that that was the the no comprende, right? <laughs> I mean, I get some fun with that. I love the 
I love your line about mm. how you, you know you still don't uh, comprende. <laughs> <laughs> Only Jamila comprende Jamila, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, that was, that was yeah. Good. All the men in the audience said, "Amen." To that. <laughs> I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> um, and and yet this passage um, is about the wisdom of God. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so um, your experience as as an immigrant, mm-hmm. um, I, I mean, I guess in that scenario, the you know you're comparing that to the to the experience that people outside of of the church mm-hmm. have when they um, when they hear us talking, mm-hmm. when they hear us singing, mm-hmm. hear us, all that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so when I when I came to the text. Uh, the passage is right in the middle of, of Paul addressing the issue of the vision. Okay. Even starting on chapter 3, again. So mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. that this is a random section of Scripture yeah, yeah, yeah. in which he completely, you know, starts Got talking it. about something else. I mean, the issue is the vision, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And and what is causing this division is that the church has been paying a lot of attention to what is going on, what is going on out, outside. Mm-hmm. And they start comparing their spiritual leaders with each other. Mm. But but the biggest problem was when they started to compare them to the sophists, to the yeah, to the Greek right. philosophers. Yeah. So so now they want Paul and they want Apollos and they want Cephas and they want they they are not only comparing them to each other but they are like oh those guys they they speak more eloquently they yeah, they yeah, yeah, they yeah. use better words you know yeah. and it's more appealing to the ear and now paul is like hey if 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 this is the 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 reason why you guys are divided those words are empty yeah Right. Yeah. There's we we are we are talking in simplicity, and then and then Paul, you know, mentions you know that hey, I came to you just to preach Jesus, you know, yep. Christ and Him crucified, and and that was it. Not with words of you know very eloquent, not yeah, trying yeah. you know to impress anyone, you know. And and as I mentioned in my sermon, uh, Paul had you know, enough, enough knowledge to interact with totally. the Greek philosophers totally. or, or the, uh, or the Jewish uh, religious leaders of his day, yeah. but he decided to go to Corinth and share in simplicity. Why? Because he had a very diverse audience that they needed to be united mm. around the essentials of the gospel and not necessarily on their preferences of, yes, oh, I yes, want yes. this uh, church in Corinth yeah. to be very Greek, hmm. right? And in, in, in philosophy or, mm-hmm. or, or, or context, you know, cause you, uh, Corinth was a very diverse city. Mm-hmm. So not everyone in the church was Greek. Mm-hmm. Not everyone in the church, you know, was well-educated. You know, you had slaves and you had, you know, like labor workers, people from all over the world, even Jews were there. So if you want to sound like a sophist, most likely the church is going to look like, you know, this Greek uh, philosophical, entertaining kind of church. And Paul is like, no, that's not the case. We're talking about the wisdom of God. Yes, yes. Oh, and I love that, that. You, you said, I, I think I wrote down this line, um, that it's not our job. Oh, did I write it down right? And then I lost it. I'm looking at my phone, not for a text, <laughs> but because this is where I took a picture of my notes. 
C. <laughs> um, um, uh, it's, it's not our job to make to make. Uh, this is I, I, I was writing fast. <laughs> not our job to make God look better. Um, that's the Holy Spirit's job. Mm-hmm. Um, but we forget that. We remember we have. It's our job to to preach now. Yeah. To preach this wisdom. Okay, and this is where um, I, I love this because um, what what would you say the the wisdom of God is referring to here? Mm, mm. What, what is that? Yeah, I, as I mentioned, the wisdom of God is more than a concept. The wisdom of God has to do with the person and the work of Jesus Christ. Yeah. So it's 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 not only one particular you know thing. This is you know uh, th- this involves you know what God planned before the foundation of yeah. the world, and and uh, and 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 the Messiah who will come and give His life you know on our behalf so that we could have new life so that yep. we could experience you know uh uh salvation and and everything everything that implies right mm-hmm. so it's 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 the person in the work of Jesus Christ okay. something that was hidden uh-huh. i mean uh, prophets from they all figured out right yeah spoke about about yeah. it yeah but they couldn't see it as we see it now I, yeah i love mm-hmm. i love the way if you were you're here and by the way um you got to go back and listen um, I believe you can still listen to Ryan's as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think they're yeah. both on YouTube. They're both yeah. on, gonna be on YouTube. You're yeah. gonna be able to hear those. Um, but I just, I just love the way you brought in the First Peter passage, mm. and that the angels oh, are yeah. even like, are even looking into this and asking and going like, what? Why are like they doing this? Like eating popcorn, like, wow, this is so amazing. <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Why would they do that for them? Yeah, as if like they didn't, they didn't see this coming. Even exactly. This is what the the mystery is the mystery mm-hmm. is jesus oh i i loved it um i thought i thought there's so many, there's so much more we can go into here um but before we do i do want to give a chance to to hear from ryan before we can kind of contrast and compare a little bit mm-hmm. because i like i said there's i think there's more um i mean uh, you got into this uh, your last point that was great that the reason and intuition um, are not enough to receive spiritual discernment Okay, so the spiritual discernment idea yeah. was was what is like the it's like learning the language, yeah. right? Mm, yeah. It's like that. It's like when when uh, when the spirit comes inside of us, um, that's when we 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 understand, we comprend the yeah, the, yeah, uh, exactly. the new language of the spirit, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Which ultimately is Jesus. Um, um, I just I thought that was that was great. Um, now. This Ryan, I just got to ask. You guys, you, you didn't study together, and I think I have a feeling you probably don't listen intentionally. Don't listen to a sermon um, about the same passage right before you preach, because that might mess you up. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. Um, you know, I, I I try to. You know, I, I mean, I try to listen to the sermons. I Sundays Sundays especially are kind of a obviously oh, yeah. for pastors are kind of a, We're a working plug day, but, um, I went back and I listened to so after the fact, after yes. the fact. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I feel like that might not be, a, that might be, not be a bad idea to just wait till after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because yeah. If you're like preparing a sermon and then you hear someone else preach a sermon 
um, you might think, oh man, I should have done this. And then you might be tempted oh, to change. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. There have been times I've, I've heard a sermon, I'm like, man, I have completely blown it. And so, <laughs> so last minute, I've like changed oh, things up. No, so. No. Okay, okay. so, so maybe, maybe you should. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe I should have. Um, but, uh, okay, before, before we get into yours, um, you got to listen to, yeah. to Pastor Stepos. Uh-huh. What, what, what do you, um, what did you notice that uh, that came out to you? Yeah. That, that uh, especially things that that you didn't get to. Yeah. Well, I really think that the inner ethnic dimension of what Pastor Stepan, what you brought up, was um, I just heard that all throughout, right? Mm-hmm. And I think of I think of your work over the past number of years at our church and within Escondido. Um, you know, I, I really think that there's a lot for us to consider, reflect on for our context. Um, and I think when Paul says, you know, we no longer, jumping actually to a different book altogether, you know, he says in 2 Corinthians 5, we no longer consider anyone from a worldly point of view for we once considered Christ that way. That whole idea of not judging based on appearances is so central to the idea of unity because the hidden wisdom of God is something that needs to be discerned only by the spirit, mm-hmm. but your flesh is going to constantly get in the way of that perspective, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the ethnic dimensions of, you know, I'm a, I'm a white boy from the suburbs of Orange County. You're an immigrant from Tijuana, right? The experiences that we have are utterly different. And yet in Christ, we have the opportunity for friendship, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And it's like the, and I mean, the world has no categories for that mm-hmm. at all, mm-hmm. you know, and they, why would they? there's no, there's no way they could. Right. Um, and so I just heard that over and over and over and over again throughout your message. And I really appreciated it. And I think it came through for the years, you know, years that here, right. (laughs) I think the, I think those that know you well and know that heart. And I think you preached on it well in that way. And I think they would be able to pick up on that. And I think it just remains for us as a church to maybe sit with that and, and to fully consider what the full implications of that, uh, for our context would be. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so, cause here's the thing now, and I want to get, so I'll give you a chance, Ryan, to, to share a little bit about the way you took this passage. Cause if, if I could sum up a little bit, um, I think, I think, Stephen, you, you answered the question a little bit about more of what is the, 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 the wisdom or what is this mystery hmm. in a sense? Um, I, I think Ryan, you answered the question, like, how is the mystery. Interesting. Okay. How does this? I don't know what answer, what, what question I, I answered. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, the fact that you're coming up with a question is great for me. So yeah, I mean, right. that's, that's, that sounds great. <laughs> because it, it was more like like the content of it, and then and then how does it play it out? Okay. Right? Interesting. I, the way that yeah. Okay. Because you talked about Ronnie, right? <laughs> <laughs> I talked about Ronnie. Let's, let's start with Ronnie. <laughs> oh man, yeah, Ronnie. Do you want me to talk about Ronnie? Well, I mean, um, give us the yeah, give us the the brief. Um, yeah. Give us okay. So, I mean, essentially, Paul. One of Paul's main arguments in the in this section of Corinthians is to say that the worldly powers have totally. They, they've blown all credibility, yeah. right? Because if they had, he says, none of the rulers of this age understood this, talking about the wisdom. Yeah. None of the rulers of the age understood this. For if they had, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Yeah. Right? Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. you killed God. Yeah. So yeah. you kind of messed up. <laughs> <laughs> as much as you think that you know what, you know, life's about. You're not that wise. Right? Yeah. You right. know? Yes, yes. Um, so 
you know, essential to that idea is the fact that dude, the crucifixion has just mm. shown us definitively for all of history how much the worldly powers have blown it. And and yeah. by this, Paul, I think means um, spiritual powers, okay. but he also, but I think he, I, I think he has to also mean the religious establishment of of Jerusalem as well as the Romans. Mm-hmm. Like it's all wrapped up together, mm-hmm. um, and so that's a huge word for us to consider mm. for our day and age when everyone is vying for our allegiance and um, their perspective, their worldly wisdom. So I talked about Ronnie yeah. from, okay. So, so using Ronnie got something. Yeah. Wrong yeah, there, yeah, right? yeah. It, Ronnie was not a good example. So, but, yeah. so there's a show you might be familiar with. I don't know how many undercover bosses. Have you guys seen this show? Undercover boss. Yeah. 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 Have you yeah, seen like it once? Okay. Yeah, once yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a hilarious show. Yeah. Right. And it's full of so many cringy things. A couple of times you're like, I think this might be a little pose. It seems, but by and large, it's a pretty, I think it, it does a good job of, of being legit, but essentially the idea of the show is you take corporate leaders uh-huh. and then you place them undercover as new hires okay. in their companies. So they're in franchises and branches and businesses and whatnot. So in this particular episode, it was Boston markets, yes. um, chief branding officer, which I didn't even know was a corporate position, hey. but, uh, she goes in undercover under the alias of Rachel okay. and she's being trained up by, uh, the self-proclaimed Kim Kardashian of Boston market, Ronnie. I don't even know. What, again, I don't know what that means. Uh, <laughs> Um, but he, you know, he was, he was a character and he says some of the just dumbest things. It's terrible. He says he hates customers. He says he hates old people and children because they can't speak. Wow. He, I mean, he's, Uh, and he's saying this to corporate leaders. Why is he the hero of your message? So he's, (laughs) (laughs) we should all be like Ronnie, right? No, no, no. Uh, No, but what essentially the idea is to say Jesus went incognito in the incarnation, incarnation, Dude, and if only Ronnie knew, if only Ronnie knew who he was talking to, he was the CEO. It, if only Caiaphas knew yeah. who he was talking to, if only Herod, if only uh, Pontius Pilate had known, and they didn't know. Yeah. And if they had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of Glory. Uh, so in the show, Ronnie's fired, yeah. and then in history, Caiaphas is judged. Yeah. So, so Ronnie became like uh, this. The, the way of the world's wisdom, in yeah. a sense, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The way of power, the way of like mm-hmm. domination and, mm-hmm. and like rudeness and all that yeah. stuff right i mean yeah um whereas jesus's way was different mm-hmm. and so that's where i think I, I really like the way that you brought in in fact i think you even said at some point that that the wisdom of god is love mm. all right so now mm-hmm. like because that's the, the way of love uh-huh. which is god's way right mm-hmm. well and it's a matter of love too i mean it's i i, I think um yeah not only is it love and especially if you jump to when paul says at the end of this letter he says we have the mind of christ Mm. when you think about what that idea is he picks up on that in philippians 2 you know if you have any hope if if, if you have the spirit of god in you make my joy complete by having the same mind mind. as christ Uh in your relationships who did not consider equality of god a thing to be grasped rather he emptied himself so that self-giving love again this is where power privilege all these different dynamics have to come into play, right? It's mm-hmm. like, and especially when you're thinking interethnically, especially if you're thinking interculturally, especially if you're thinking within mm-hmm. day, our day and age, like you have to have the mind of Christ. Um, and uh, the way in which you use power, you look at Jesus mm-hmm. on the cross. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like that. And and so followers of Jesus, I think we're called to also use power in that same way. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't 
pretend to know all the implications of that. Oh, you're right. All I know. Your grandparents do. Uh, there you right. go. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I learned that. That was good. <laughs> no, yeah, they, grandparents, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. That was a good, that was a good yeah. way to talk about it. Yeah. They've given you so much and they were missionaries. And yes, yeah, so my, my grand, so my dad's parents were missionaries to, I, I actually said Kenya, it's actually Chad. Okay. At what is now Chad, Africa. Got it. Um, and they were there for a number of years before they actually had to get kicked out of the country. Um, because my aunt had contracted a parasite that the Chadian government said, Hey, you got to get out of here. So it was a huge heartbreak to them, but they, they invested, um, a good number of their early marriage together. My dad was Mm -hmm. born on the mission field and he members, you know, Africa and elephants and snakes and all the craziness. So, yeah, but that, so that, that Mm self-giving, um, mindset. Mm-hmm. Ended up being the you know that was the hero right that that's the way yes. now yes okay, now here's where I just want to I want to point out like these were these were two different messages even I, you know to a certain extent you said the wisdom of God is Jesus you said the wisdom of God is love now <laughs> those are two different statements <laughs> and yet okay yet they're they're both. They both come together uh-huh. in the one who is love, right? Mm-hmm. Because the, mm-hmm. this is, we're talking about, about Jesus who, uh, who embodies the best vision of God that we have, right? And it's God who is love. Mm-hmm. And so we can say both of those together and, and they mean the same thing, right? Or mm-hmm. they, they get in a different, different um, views mm-hmm. of the same concept. And uh, what was radical in Paul's day um, is that this this message about Jesus was one of love, mm-hmm, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. just a message of Jesus, uh, of a Savior, the Savior they were looking for mm-hmm. was the Savior I mean, that they were hoping for, right? The ones was the was the powerful one who would yeah. take over the world, right? But what they got was one who was self-sacrificial and loving. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, you guys both, uh, I love how that fit together mm. really well. Wow. Thanks. And, uh, yeah. and I, I thought, oh, thank you, man. Oh, that was great. <laughs> we, we, we totally planned it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it came together in a great way. I love it. Now, okay. What, one of the questions I love asking in this is, um, is this is, well, uh, what, what was left on the cutting floor? All right. So now, um, cause this is where people tune in here, um, to get a little of the extra, mm. right? They heard the sermon now. They, they want a little more. We're doing that a little bit by even just hearing each other some. But was there anything that, man, you thought to yourself, I'd really like to hmm. I'd really like to touch this on this, but I just, that's on the next sermon or don't have time. Yeah. You want to you wanna share? I mean, I, I, so there was a huge rabbit trail that I was thinking of doing, yeah. but when I looked at the notes, I was like, man, there's no way. And I, I went over a little bit. So sorry to Nate and the <laughs> worship team. Um, you guys were both pulling a Ryan, by the way. Yeah, you were like I did the impossible, man. I never thought that I was going to go long in a sermon in English. Like, really? <laughs> you were like, oh, you went, you went long? Really? Like, oh, man. Go. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ryan, if you're listening to this, your spirit was here. Um. So one of the things I think is interesting is like in our society, we have kind of in that in that same um, kind of rude, self-seeking type of wisdom. There's kind of there's kind of this idea, at least in, in Western 
society. And I think, I think actually not just Western society, it's all over the place is that it was, it's survival of the fittest, mm, right? It's okay, survival of yeah. the fittest and the, and the fit are the one that's a, that survives the dog eat dog world. Oh. You know, you gotta, you either are the hunt or you're the, either the predator or the prey. Um, and you know, when we look at scripture, it's not that, that the, the message is actually those who are most bloodthirsty are the ones that actually only achieve their own death, right? Like mm. you look all throughout mm. the Psalms, you look at the Proverbs. So it's instead of survival of the fittest, oh, wow. which it's actually the survival of the righteous. Huh. And who are the righteous? The righteous are the self-giving. Mm. They and, and you look throughout the Old Testament story, who are the ones that self-seek? Dude, they don't have any descendants. They don't have any legacy. The ones that actually have a legacy are the ones who self-give, who sacrifice. So it's life is hmm. so I think it's something for us as a as a society to to consider, hey, you know what? Life is not designed for survival of the fittest. Huh. It's actually not. It's actually survival of the righteous. Because the righteous are the ones who have a, a legacy and a lineage that pass on to their children. And it's 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 more than just scripture. It's self-evident. If you're hmm. going to actually look at the 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 history of the Jewish people and consider for yourself what that, what takeaways that is. I mean, look, look, look who, look who lasted. Mm. Right. Does that, does that make sense? You know, that does, that totally does, man. You could go off on on religious Darwinism. That's that's essentially what it is. Right. That's that's what it is. Is It's like, we, I mean, we try to make ourselves, Fit enough for yeah. God in a sense. Yeah. Is what, oh, that I, would see, be I see what you're Darwinism, saying. Right? Yeah, or, yeah. But which oh. ends up ends up being like killing you. Yeah. Killing yeah. yourself. Yeah. Um, wh- whether or not it's religious or not, but I think mm-hmm. in, the, in the world, I think you're exactly right that that's a um, the mindset is yeah. just you know make myself greater. Totally. But that will kill you. Not just in the end, but in today, right? Oh, I mean, totally. Relationally, a, a, yeah. psychologically, economically, holistically, it just leads to death. Mm-hmm. And then you end up, and if you if you take it to its utter extremes, I mean, how many of us, it's, it's you know, it's, I'm a lover of memes, right? I love memes. <laughs> yeah, you do, I know. <laughs> and and uh, I think one of the, I mean, it's, it's how many of the sad business leader types mm-hmm. do we know mm-hmm. who have sold their soul? And have no, and, and their relationships are death. They've they've ended up in divorce. They have no children. Right, right then and there, children. The idea of children in the Old Testament mm. is so key to the idea of mm. of eternal life because through them you live, through your children mm. you live, and they don't have that. Does you know? Yeah. So oh, so yep. it's just I think. So I didn't have the cha- I didn't have the time no. to dive down that rabbit. No, that's another sermon. Oh. So we've got three sermons already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One, two, three. Okay. <laughs> any, any others that you? You thought not other sermons, not not sermons, but but ideas. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, yeah, I I wanted maybe to uh, expound a little bit on discernment, you know, more in the practicality on the practicality of it, Uh, you know, because in in context, uh, what what the Corinthians are not uh, discerning is how important is unity mm-hmm. for them to thrive yes. as, a, as a local congregation, mm-hmm. right? So sometimes mm-hmm. when, when we talk about discernment, we want to we wanna be mystical. We want to be, you mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. super spiritual, but, but discernment has to do a lot with the practicality uh, of our walk with Christ, right? So, so when, 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 when Paul end this, ends, you know, this, this, uh, particular section huh. saying that that we have the mind of Christ uh-huh. I mean there's there's 
a lot in us, right? Just by having Christ in our lives that easily, you know, we can we can align to his will, mm-hmm. right? But 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 sometimes we pay attention to the world, to our own flesh, mm-hmm. and we don't allow ourselves to just walk in the way of Jesus with the heart of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. So so sometimes mm-hmm. we are we are wondering about too much, like if this is God will or not, if this is how I supposed to behave or not. But but I think that discernment precisely, you know, mm-hmm. has to do with those practical things mm-hmm. that sometimes we just don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. Cause the Holy Spirit is the one who will lead us, who will guide us into all truth. Right. Mm-hmm. But we don't we don't want to pay attention to him and we want to over question mm-hmm. even after mm-hmm. we, we we know it's biblical knowledge. It's something that Jesus said. I mean, it, it's there in scripture and I know it. But really, Lord, mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe is not, you know, uh, it is not how I'm how I'm thinking it through. So so we go questioning mm-hmm. constantly as an excuse to not say Yes, to this, mm. you know, to our spiritual ab- ability to mm. be discernment, the, the discerning. Oof. Oh, that's interesting. So it's not our issue is not knowing what to do. We, we, we spiritually, we've we've got that discernment. It's getting us to actually do it. Ah, that's right? why you know, starting on uh, chapter three, verse one, he calls them babies. Like right. you guys are mer- infants. Mm. That's right. That's right. Dude, I, I don't know. I when you when you bring that up, I just think of, um, you know, sell all you have and give to the poor. And how many qualifiers have you heard? Like, you know what I mean? Like, people give, do you yeah. mean everything? Yeah, right. You don't really mean that, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I mean, mean that. But but so, like that idea is that as soon as we start getting close to the commands of uh, Jesus, we're like, oh, okay, asterisk. Is that that's kind of what you're that's kind of what you're meaning yeah, it, in that way? And I mean just having discernment, and then a couple of verses later, we have the mind of Christ. Right. So, like, if you are wondering what discernment is, so you have the mind of Christ, yeah. right? Yeah. You, you you have his example, to, you have yeah. his teachings, you have his words, you know, printed in Scripture. So, yeah. Uh-huh. And I, I love how you've tied that in with the the unity piece, right? So that's it's the discernment is not just like this thing between me and God, which I, mm. that, that's so much of our, um, of the problems we get into in, in talking about our faith is when we make, we make, you know, discernment, totally. makes spirituality just about me mm-hmm. as if it's just me and God. Yep. And that's some of that, that holy, you know, kind of, I don't know, holiness, weird stuff that we get mm-hmm. into at times that people can, mm-hmm. but, but if it's together, that this is that we have discernment or my my discernment is how i can relate well mm-hmm, to, to mm-hmm. you to our community man that that changes that changes what the you know what the mind of christ is mm-hmm. think about it I mean, that's how he lived and, and in this mm-hmm. regard in this regard I, that's why i was so bold on sharing that that unity is essential yes right because that's the problem and mm-hmm. paul is talking about discernment he wants just to make the point, this is super important. You might have your own preferences. Mm-hmm. You might have your own backgrounds and culture mm-hmm. and styles of worship. And, and you will like to hear people, you know, to speak in this way. But unity is essential. It, oh, yes. Mm. Yep. Look at that. I love this because actually your passage that you referenced in Philippians 2 yeah. is actually a passage about unity. Right? Yeah, yeah. Have the same mind yeah. among you. Um, 
that this mind comes from from embodying this this way of Jesus that um, see that even servant okay this you know who became a servant you can't be a servant by yourself right? <laughs> no <laughs> you can. Right, you, you got to serve somebody. Somebody, right? Yeah, Bob Dylan. That's a Bob Dylan. You meant it in a different way, I think. But um, yes. Oh, I love that. I love and it. if I may, you know yeah. something that I, I uh, as well, you know, I, uh, I wish I had, you know, more time to share was was a little bit of of my experience, not personally, but observing other believers. Mm. You know, not being very educated you know, like well-trained or very sophisticated uh, with a high high IQ, but extremely fruitful mm. in sharing mm. the gospel, mm -hmm. extremely fruitful in, in, uh, in being part of a dynamic church and yes. even leading those churches, yes. you know, like, like mm -hmm. one of the, the, the most beautiful and impactful sermons that I have ever heard was yeah. from a 78-year-old individual who never went to school mm. really and mm. and he was sharing the wisdom of god it was uh. scripture after scripture and quoting and 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 sharing you know like different uh uh, uh characters from scripture and it was yeah. just and it was in a in a youth in a youth conference no way wow. so they decided to bring this guy <laughs> to wow. this bunch of thousands of kids there hmm. listening to someone that was never trained was that... in any seminary never went wow. to the university whatever Man. and he was wise according to God's standards. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's cool. Wow. That's really cool. Mm. That's that was one of those things that you brought out. I think you said at some point that that the um that that someone with Christ um has more wisdom than mm -hmm. than you know than any of these other yeah. people. Yeah. That's a great example mm -hmm. of that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. And if I may, you know, even even in our in our demographic, and I'm sure that in the English services as well, but in the mm -hmm. Spanish service, we, we don't have a lot of people, you know, like uh well educated, you know, mm -hmm. that they didn't have money to go to school and mm -hmm. they probably not even went to an elementary school and they are faithful to the Lord. Oh my goodness. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they love Jesus oh mm -hmm. and, and they are wise. Mm -hmm. Yes. And if you want mm -hmm. the warmest, <laughs> most loving place, mm -hmm. dare I say, the most Christ-like community. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I'm getting an email about that. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not messing with you. I'm dead serious. Come over. Mm right after the 1045 service over in the chapel mm -hmm. and and you will see people who love each other and they will love you and embrace mm -hmm. you and it meet you that's that is no lie mm -hmm. and uh and and i know there's some very incredibly intelligent people absolutely yeah um, um and yet what you're saying is is that that's the spirit of god in them um not uh not not you know education and and yeah, all the other things yeah. that we add mm -hmm, on to it that's mm -hmm. that's amazing that is really really cool well mm -hmm. well guys um carolyn says you know on your point about the um you know earlier we we're saying she says sometimes we we pass over what we don't want to see mm -hmm. in scripture right that that we <laughs> we know it but we don't actually do it <laughs> and then one i think now he's speaking for both so I don't know if Juan was there Juan. on Sunday night. 
Um, but uh, he says, Bonito. Bonito. <laughs> um, it, he just says, a great, a great message mm. um, from both of you. Um, not And not only, I just forgot, I, not only did you preach in the 9 and 1045, but you simultaneously spoke <laughs> at the 1045 in Spanish. Oh, my right? goodness. Yeah, yeah. You pre-recorded a the sermon Spanish for the Spanish yeah, yeah, service. I just, I just got to ask you. This I I was because he preached basically so he preached a whole sermon the same sermon in Spanish, um, recorded it and it played for the Spanish language mm-hmm. sermon service um, and then preached in English. Um, what do you write messages in English <laughs> or Spanish for this one? Yeah, it's been years that I that I do it in English. Really? Yeah, and even when I wow. have my notes, I'm just translating. I mean, I, I huh. decided to go this route because I, I want to learn the language, right? Yeah, yeah. And if I don't read it, wow. if I don't uh, uh, write it, it's going to be really hard. So that's that's what I've been doing for the last few years. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Now, you, you when you're just speaking in Spanish, you write them in Spanish, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, really? No, yeah, I have them in, in English. Even when you're... Yeah. Like, oh, wow. No I mean, way. Obviously, you know, they are more like an outline, but it's... Wow. Yeah. All of it is in English. Interesting. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Wow. So when I'm there, I'm translating what I wrote. Okay. In English. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so because wow. this has been, you've you've been you've grown in this. You're mm-hmm. not. We're not. You know, you're you're kind of joking that you've gotten better at this. Um, <laughs> um, but you have, right? I mean, you're, I mean, there's language. Like if I if I want to meet with like in the past with Dennis yeah. or with Ryan, you know, to prepare our sermons. I cannot bring my notes in Spanish. Totally. That's true. That's <laughs> right. True. So, Interesting. Okay. So yeah. from then yeah. on, I, I was forced, you know, wow. to work wow. uh, well, on English. And then, yeah. Yeah. I loved your line. Did you catch this? He says, uh, God God called me to, yeah. to, to I, be a pastor and to preach. Um, but I don't ever remember hearing him call and say that I have to do it in Spanish, right? I, he, I, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's very interesting, well, man, what man. the Lord has done. It is. And so, well, uh, I... There's no doubt, no doubt that uh, uh, our our people um, responded well. Mm-hmm. I hope you were encouraged by that. I, I don't mm-hmm. remember hearing more amens and clapping mm-hmm. in a sermon. Oh, um, that's nice. So uh, thank you. Praise the Lord for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, and um, Ryan, I I know that uh, that your your people. It's it's so it's so great seeing um, seeing you up there mm-hmm. and uh, your passion. Um, was was fabulous. I thought you did a, a great job. Oh, thank you. Both you guys knocked out of the park. Um, and uh, in a lot of ways, I think our whole church should hear both of you both times. So we just need more sermons. Amen to that. Amen to that. Um, all right. Well, you guys, well, um, I want to say thank you to everybody. Uh, this is, uh, you know, I, I didn't even get to explain to you, but Vitology, um, I've had people ask, um, what this what this word is, mm. and uh, and it's it's a bit of a it's a funny word because it's a bit made up. Um, uh, then again, all words are made up, right? Okay, so <laughs> right um, in the <laughs> um, it wasn't made up by us, but um, um, vita means life, okay, mm. in, mm. in Latin. Mm. And then anytime you have the ology, it's a study of, yeah, right. Um, the word vitology was actually a word around for a long time. Um, I think biology. Um, one out in the like oh, in interesting. The, the um, 
the survival, the survival of the, of the fittest <laughs> <laughs> words. Um, biology won out, and so that's the study of life also. Okay, um, um, but it's a it's an old term that never really stuck around. Isn't it so a Pearl Jam? It, it Pearl also Jam happens album? to be a Pearl Jam album. <laughs> yeah. And as um, Ryan and I are children of the '90s, it uh, it fits so well. Uh, um, but really, what we're trying to do here is is study life. And the life mm-hmm. that that Jesus came to give us, mm-hmm. um, which is the the life to the full uh, that He offers, um, that is found through His Spirit, um, that found that as we live it out in love. So mm-hmm. that's what this is all about. And I want to thank you all for joining in um, uh, another another time of uh, of discovery of of what this life is all about. So. Thank you for having us, man. Yeah, thank, thank you. you thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you so much. God bless you. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next time.